Welcome to Bold Ambition Podcast. I'm Ingrid. And I'm Nettie. And we're two passionate Latinas conversing with bold, ambitious voices who are making waves in the world. Every week, we dig into the knowledge of community builders, experts, and thought leaders that equip us to make an impact. Okay, enough talk. Come take action with us. Hello, hello. Welcome to the last and final episode of season three. Ingrid here. Annette, we are so excited about this episode. Okay, so let's be honest here. Who's ready for the holidays? Not me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm quite jolly. I'm feeling jolly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ooh, I'm a bit nervous. I don't know. I just get like antsy. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, end of the year. Mm-hmm. But hey, before we talk end of the year, I would like to welcome our guest today. Snap, 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 snap. Okay, so my mom is joining on this episode, and we're going to be talking about our beautiful traditions, right, and memories that we have from our hometown and childhood. Not only that, but I think y'all will also provide like a really interesting take on how you celebrate your traditions and your holidays and your community in Oaxaca and how you adapted that into your now Austin Texan life. Right? Mm -hmm. So excited. Bienvenida, mami. Hi, my name is Catalina. I'm Neri's mom. So Catalina, I would love to for you to introduce yourself and your upbringing, where you're from, and how you got to Austin in the first place, just to give the audience a bit of context about you and your background and your family history. Um, I am from Oaxaca, Mexico, and I'm have been here to Austin um, for 12 years and wow. it's my pleasure to to be with you girls. Yay! My hometown is Santa Cruz Papalutla. It's calling that is means um, Pueblo de las Mariposas. I have so many memories of my life when I was little. I grew up with my sibling. We are six. I have four sisters and two brothers. And my mom teach to us about our traditions at the Catholic Church. We are going every day at the Rosario and at the church and then um, when I get married and I have four kids and I teach them about our tradition, especially in Christmas season, our tradition with our foods. Uh, Oaxaca is a big state. Mm-hmm. They have so delicious food. We are moving to Austin 12 years ago and it's different the culture are it's different we have to adapt to the american culture and it's different but here uh, we try to celebrate every tradition of oaxaca like um dia de los muertos christmas christmas for us it's more than than the Jesus bird and more like um, hope, more like um, uh, joy, mm-hmm. more like uh, 
to be friendly, to mm -hmm. be kind with the family and with friends, with the other people. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason that's the most important in our lives. And that, that always, always, not just in the Christmas Eve or, or Christmas Day. Right. It, that would be all the time. Yeah, I think actually something I've learned from your family, of course, I've been in y'all's lives like four and a <laughs> half years, now almost five, is that y'all are very, um, in your culture, I would say, I would, what, one word I could use to describe is like giving, giving, mm -hmm. like you give, 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 and you don't care about what you're going to receive with you. You don't have an expectation of what you're going to receive. Yeah. Is that also part of something that your parents taught you or where did those characteristics and values come from? Is it just because of these traditions? For me, um, I, I'm learning so many things with my kids, how to be honest and respect the other opinions from the other people. I'm learning from, from the life. Can I kind of just yeah. jump on that? I think for me though, mom, I don't know if you get this sense, but so in, in Oaxaca, right? Like there's one big word and it's called Gelaguetza. Mom, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, your hometown in Santa Cruz, there is um, this practice and it's a community practice where everybody gives Gelaguetza. Mm -hmm. It's an act of giving something to someone. And then later on when you need it, they'll kind of pay it back. Yes. But I think mm -hmm. beyond the materialism of it, in a sense, there is a bigger meaning, which is, to give even if you don't have much but you give as much as you can to your community whenever they need it the most yeah so i don't know if you when ingray was asking you know if that's part of who you are i've kind of like turned that into like for myself mm -hmm. make it like remembering that word like it's always about giving, giving. right yes so i mean i don't know if for you that's been important and you're giving you're putting your own spin on it yeah. Right. And so we're, we're taking like the positive of it. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give you. So. Yes. And then like help mm -hmm. another, another person, person family. or family when they need mm -hmm. uh, you to, to help. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. It goes back to service. It goes back to serving mm -hmm. and providing, even like you said, when maybe we don't have much or we're not in the best position to give, mm -hmm but you still do it. Nede, I want to spin it to you. We got a little background from Catalina about the way that y'all ended up in Austin. What mm -hmm. do you remember from your childhood <laughs> about your mom, about what she taught you and what you brought with you to Austin? So I do remember a lot of things and it definitely has taken me some time to appreciate. I feel like you have to get a little bit older and more mature to appreciate the things that your parents do for us. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this in front of my mom. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like now I've gotten to appreciate a lot of things that she did for us whenever we were little. And um, lately I've actually been having dreams of our childhood home mm -hmm. in Santa Cruz and it's the weirdest thing. But I, I do remember uh, when, when she was mentioning the traditions, I remember going to the bodas, to the fiestas del pueblo, you know, the big parties in the mm -hmm. town. Um, I remember us going and celebrating, you know, Dia de Muertos, that's a big deal for us. Mm -hmm. um, Christmas as well, uh, Navidad. 
in Dia de Reyes, and I mean, there is so many holidays. And I think, like my mom was saying, it all stems from being raised Catholic. And of course, her mom, she was a, she's a huge, you know, believer. Yeah, most of our families, I think, in one way or another, they identify as Catholic or religious. You know, I do have many memories from my childhood, and I feel like it's not until now that I'm 30 and I'm older, and I don't have that. And I'm already thinking of, like, my future family. Like, I want to be in a place where I could, I can maybe fly with my kids and take them and experience these parts of of their culture because you know this is going to be my kids culture one day and I want them to at least have an idea of what it was like for me to be a kid because I know my mom passed that on to us because she would say when I was little we would do this with my parents you know mm -hmm. and I'm sure my grandma still says when I was little you know when I was a little girl I had to do all these things or you know I wanted to do all these things so it's a very important piece of who I am now and keeping those traditions alive because it's something that it's getting passed on from my ancestors. So to me, it's very important. So when y'all got to Austin, tell me, give me an example of how you did bring that tradition with you. Of course, I've witnessed some of them, but for the audience, can you paint a picture of what it means to bring a tradition to Austin, into your home, to your community? What does it look like? The first thing was in Dia de los Muertos. We made the, the altar. altar. Uh -huh. We made the altar. And then La Cena de Navidad. When I was moved here to Austin, um, I feel like uh, something was missing in, in me. And uh, in the past, I had a little girl. She was passed away. That's them. The reason I made the, the altar in Dia de los Muertos because we we are believers and the, the Dia de los Muertos they are coming to spend the time with with us. You know, the, you put them in the altar, the pictures of the the your family and the fruits, the food, the bread, the chocolate and for for them again we are believers they are coming that day to visit yeah. to visit to us yeah. i'm feeling like uh, she needs to us so close and i remember to her always mm -hmm. and uh as i was thinking like um i have five five kids and she is with with, with us, us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. always yeah mm -hmm. I believe I've read or I've read people's experiences of moving, you know, once they're older and how traditions, celebrating their traditions or finding a way to recreate an experience or a memory, it's a way that takes them back. Ingrid, I don't know if you have heard this, but I feel like for Latinos, family is such, it's such an important piece of who we are, part of our identities. I think that my mom talking about celebrating Dia de Muertos to honor and remember my late sister was something she couldn't just say, well, I moved, I don't get to celebrate it anymore. She was like, well, I have to honor her somehow. Whatever I can find at the store, I'm gonna mm -hmm. make sure she gets 
her altar and el pan and you know the ofrenda that she gets because she's my she was my kid and I can't just forget about her. When you were creating your altars in Oaxaca, what did it mean to the siblings? Like to y'all three, <laughs> right? <laughs> what did it mean to y'all? Like what? What were you? What was going through your heads? How do you? How did you all help your mom and make it like a community thing? Oh. Versus like how? Like what did the day look like when you're setting up the altar? And what makes it special? Like, did, is it something that y'all would be like, oh, like I don't want to help? And now that you're older, it's like, no, it's November, and it's time to set up the altar. You know, like what was what was going through your head, and how do you bring that to Austin as well? I'll give you a quick rundown of what Dia de Muertos, the celebration, felt like for me specifically. So I'm the oldest, right? Like I said, I was raised Catholic, and so I did my first communion, my bautizo, baptism, first communion, et cetera, et cetera. So then I had godparents. So that I remember because that was the most stressful part. So here, here's how it goes. We, at this point, I remember at this point we were living in the city, so we would go drive back to Santa Cruz to stay with my grandma, right? And all the kids would go, my parents. And then I remember it was just like this hustling and bustling because we're buying all the fruit and my mom and my grandma, they're like getting flowers and getting copal and getting the things for the mole and like tortillas and like, it's, it's a full house, tamales and like, it's busy whatever day or morning of November 1st, the men, quote unquote, right? So like my dad, my, my grandpa, my, the, my brothers, they would all go to the cemetery. And it, the great, now I see it and I'm like, it's almost magical because you see all the men from the entire town. They're walking towards the cemetery with their palas or shovels to clean. to clean around the tombs, right? And the women stay behind, they start cleaning, prepping, setting up the altar. Then everybody comes back, meets around lunchtime. And then whoever, you know, mostly my dad and my grandpa, I think they would just sit around and drink a beer or whatever, you know. And then the kids, the women, they start, we would start making the altar. Um, and we could help, we would help with um, putting the fruit and bringing more flowers. And then um, she would put up all the pictures. So then you go take a shower. <laughs> After all the sweat. After and all hard the work. Sweat. Because then here's where the fun part starts. Well, I don't you know if it's fun. You can wear dress up. Because you have to dress up. That's right. Mm. So you get all, and when I said all, we, it's like whoever has godparents, basically. So if you have godparents, the, the tradition is that you have to bring them a canasta, a basket with goods, and you and you present it to them and say, le traje un, un taquito, una comidita para que comparta con, con sus, sus difuntos, con sus muertos. And it's almost, I'll translate it, it's almost something like saying, I brought a little, um, a little bite, something that you can share with, you know, your, um, your difuntos, the, the people you lost, basically, and their spirits. That's the gist of it. So then the awkward part is that once you say that, your godparent, your godmother, godfather, they will say, ay, gracias, thank you so much. Ay, well, now you have, why don't you say, let's eat a taquito, you know, let's have something to eat. And so now imagine if you have to go to like five different houses to do the same thing. 
Oh, it's like so you have to five meals, five yeah. meals, uh-huh. and then and you have to say the same thing. And so now that I think about it, I think like I would do it again. Like if I could, I would definitely do it. But when you're little and you're like 10, 12 years old, you're like, <laughs> oh my god, when is this gonna be over? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think November first, that's how it goes. And so for the entire day, you see people coming and going on the street. The street. You're, like, mm-hmm. you're like, so how many more do you have to go to? And you know, they're like, I just got two more. You're like, oh, lucky you. I still got four to go. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we didn't and know then that. in the hometown, the, the, in every house has the same food. Mole, chocolate, <laughs> fruit. The same. Every... Every house is, a, you have to go, you have to eat mole, you, uh-huh. mole, chocolate, mole, pan, <laughs> five meals, it's the same. So basically it's just like a mole, pan, chocolate exchange. Exchange, that's what it is. Yeah. That's interesting though, because otherwise, when would you set aside that time to go and visit your community? That's uh-huh. why it's like community, tight-knit, family, yeah friends because otherwise right. you're right like you don't like when when was when was the last time I went and visited a neighbor and said oh I brought you something exactly. never like that's such a Oaxaca thing <laughs> to do yeah. 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 yeah and then the next day like uh, it's in November 2nd uh-huh. uh, you have to go at the cemetery with flowers with bread in the morning with the flowers and and it has a mis- there's a mass, mass. Mm-hmm. And like um, noon and noon, in the evening you have to go with the fruit, with the bread, chocolate, and tamales. Mm-hmm. You have to make tamales in November second. Second, mm-hmm. all the people make tamales that with, day with all the moles, all the little bits of mole that everybody brought. So uh-huh. just mix it all together. Mix it together, yeah. And, make tamales. and then you have to go to the cemetery. And the, it has some live music, banda. like it's a banda, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. two or three bandas, uh, so much, so much noise, noise <laughs> in the cemetery, spend the time, and yeah, it's so fun that day, <laughs> that night. Yeah, uh-huh. it's such a fun night because I think the other months is supposed to be a celebration where we honor those that are not with us anymore and remember them. I think you're right, mom. Like it's so loud and chaotic mm-hmm. and there's candles everywhere. There's kids running around. There's, oh my gosh, I remember the last time I think there were even like a mini carnival outside the mm-hmm. cemetery, like uh-huh. um, like carnival um, rides and stuff. Um, right. and, and then the people, it's uh, vendors. Mm-hmm. Vendors, them, uh-huh. the vendors in like a big like party. A party like a party yeah. mm-hmm. because the the idea is that basically we're sending off the spirits back to the eternal world whatever mm-hmm. um and so we're celebrating and saying thank you for coming we're, we hope you liked it uh like my mom said there's a mass in the mass basically we pray for their souls and you know hoping that they're in a better place. Um, so that night of the November 2nd, mm-hmm. I remember whenever it fell on a school night, as when I got older, when I was like 14, maybe, it would annoy me so much. Cause I was like, I have, I have 
class like i have school tomorrow people and i felt like my parents didn't care and i was like i can't believe they're putting more importance on this thing but now i like i know better <laughs> now you get it you're like oh i get it i would do the same thing, I with, my the same thing with my kids <laughs> yeah absolutely Nede, what's you what's been your favorite tradition out of the 12 months what if you could only pass down one tradition to your future kids which one would it be <gasps> Um, I would definitely say Dia de Muertos. Yeah? Yeah, oh, okay. for sure. Because now I'm thinking about it, but if I could teach them how to honor and remember those who came before them, that would be like the one um, holiday celebration tradition that they should definitely carry on. Yeah, like it's like they would not be here without everyone else before, before them. them. Yeah. I just yeah. thought of Coco. You know how they have like this huge pyramid mm-hmm. with the pictures and there's what, four, gen- three generations? Mm-hmm. And Great. so if you think about it, I mean, I would like my kids to know, I mean, maybe they didn't, they, didn't, they don't get to meet them, but I would like for them to have a picture of, of El Tata and I can be like, ah, let me tell you about him. Like mm-hmm. I was a baby, but you know, my mom told me these stories about him. Mm-hmm. And so then they can put his picture up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was a very sweet man. Yeah. And then another celebration is in October when we are going to mass. And then we are going to Los Juegos Pirotecnicos, the music, Calenda. On the calendar, oh, that's fine. Where I am going to participate with the, the big baskets with the flowers and dancing, uh, music. There's the first day and the second day. It's uh, Los Juegos Pirotecnicos, like, um, like Is it like fireworks? Fireworks. 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 And then the mass. The carnival rides. The, the, the Neri and, and Misael, they, they love that days. <laughs> when we were little, I think we did. Uh-huh. And it's a week. Mm-hmm. But this different activities every day. Every yeah. day. Yeah. That's, I remember, and I missed my hometown. Aww. Santa Cruz Papalutla definitely knows how to party. Also, it's like y'all, it's like y'all brought Santa Cruz here. I'm like, no, well, there's a small part, like a little a tiny. tiny part, but the crazy thing is that in California, they, they actually, they uh, literally celebrate the entire week as well, I think. Um, they try like, you know, do as much as possible from what it's done in Santa Cruz right. there's a huge community from Santa Cruz yes. Papalotla there. In, in LA, in LA. In LA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. so if you all were back in Oaxaca today how would you be preparing for Christmas your 12 what is it called the Reyes Day or the like, just, <laughs> es el Puente de Guadalupe Reyes <laughs> <laughs> what did yeah. I say though yeah they travel? start today and how, today? what do you what do, you do? Like, well, tell me about that tradition <laughs> it's a uh, caleta Yesterday. See, ah, see. Yeah, yesterday is the calendar. Right. And then the Dia de la Guadalupe, they have to wear the, the skirts and, and blouse mm-hmm. with the flowers and go to the Virgin. Mm-hmm. The Virgin. A la Virgen de Guadalupe. Mm-hmm. Los niños chiquitos llevan, a, los llevan unos vestidos de inditos y... Because today is a big day. It's so a big day. Today, the mm-hmm. 12th, is a big day because it's the... I mean, 
talk about the highest celebration of oh, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like the Virgen of Guadalupe is our matron. She's queen. everywhere. She's Queen Bee. Like she she's is everywhere. She's on the yeah. blankets. She's, she's on, on the, the blankets. <laughs> She's on the, yeah, she's on the cadenitas. Yeah. She's everywhere. Everywhere. She's on notebooks. I and think. that's what you're celebrating. Um, or guess, what, like, what about her are you celebrating? I guess that's, that's where I come from in a stance of exploration. Like, because to me, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, what, what is it about her that you are celebrating oh, on those days, you know? Yeah. So a uh, little bit of a backstory. Mm-hmm. She showed up on El Tepeyac in Mexico City, where Mexico City sits right now, and she um, came and spoke to San Juan Diego, which is, he was one of the um, indigenous people of the surroundings, and basically she was like, hey, build me a cathedral. Her picture of the Virgen de Guadalupe showed up on his tilma. Like a poncho. That's like the sacred thing mm-hmm. that we have as Mexicans. Mm-hmm. And she now has a cathedral and that picture is there. And mm-hmm. so it is a it is a it's interesting, interesting story. story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So today is Via de la Virgen. There is Mañanitas nonstop, not La Basilica de Guadalupe, mm-hmm. not cathedral. Um like Mañanitas, literalmente every important singer in Mexico is singing Las Mañanitas mm-hmm. right now there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and todos los artistas van ahí. Yeah, they all. And so the way that the people show pride and honor and want to honor the Virgen is that they dress their little kids. It's all about dressing the kids. <laughs> so they, the, the, you know, the women dress their kids. Like the little girls go with like the typical um, indigenous woman attire. Mm-hmm. Like so, and then the little boys will dress as San Juan Diegos. And so Carlos actually, our youngest brother, he did get to experience that. And mm-hmm. so then Guadalupe Reyes just means nobody does anything today, starting yeah. today, because everybody's yeah. it's already a holiday. in holiday, mm-hmm. like in holiday season. And what it means is that today, and then on the 16th, the posadas. Las posadas. <gasps> mm-hmm. eh, How we, many? Um, it's nine. Nine, right? Nine, yeah. nine posadas. It's in every, in different houses. Everybody is going, so many people. Mm-hmm. Young people, old people, everybody. everybody. Mm-hmm. But why don't you tell the audience what, what's the meaning of going to a posada? When the virgin... In San Jose, in uh-huh. San Jose, it's a reenactment mm-hmm. from Jose, San Jose y la Virgen to go where, where Jesus will be born. We'll be born. The, yeah. uh, we'll be born. And then they are going to the, the house, the first house. And then the next day, Los Santitos, uh, you can take the Santitos again and another house. But the, the house has provide the tamales, atole mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. And music, piñatas, mm-hmm. and candles, mm-hmm. and singing the Christmas Villancicos. song, villancicos. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, for eight days. The last day, they would be in la casa de la madrina del niño, Dios. They would be the, the lady who... She's the godmother. Godmother. Jesus, to baby Jesus, and, to baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. and then that day it's in Christmas Eve 
the Jesus She's is a, born, and then she provides the same. Atole, tamales, piñatas, mm -hmm. music. But it's a big celebration. Mm -hmm. uh, the baby Jesus was born at 12 yeah. midnight. Mm -hmm. And then the, they have an angel, the, the girls to wear the, like an angel. And los pastores, that the shepherds. The shepherds. Shepherds. Oh, uh -huh. The shepherds. And the angel shepherds, it's uh, little girls and boys, and they dancing to Tiran Dulces. And then when Jesus was born at midnight, and the godmother, she hold to him, and the, with the music, we have to go for the in, in todo el pueblo. procession and the in todo el pueblo, mm -hmm. and then we are, we are going back to the church to celebrate Jesus born, was born. Yeah. And the, the shepherds were dancing and the music and all the people, mm -hmm. and then you can hug your families or you, you spend the time with them. Yeah. After that celebration, you can go to Para la Cena de Navidad. It's a, it's, it's a production. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> is this um, what is celebrated in both Catholic and Christian churches? I, I really want, I'm curious. Just Catholic. Just Catholic. Catholic. Okay. I think because Mexico in general has been predominantly Catholic, predominantly Catholic, Catholic. when we speak about traditions across the country, I think they will most likely be centered around the Catholic beliefs of the birth of Jesus Christ. And so all the different activities and, and parties and celebrations will will be surrounded around that idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting because actually this morning I was talking to a friend and she's from Piedras Negras, so border. Also, it's interesting because once you get more and more south of Mexico, like, I don't know, I think it's just a very different landscape compared to like the border. Obviously, I'm from mm -hmm. Laredo, Texas. And I was talking to this to my friend and, and she said it's interesting because traditions and holidays are all centered around religious beliefs. But what about the traditions that are not religious centered? Like, can you name any of them or like what is something that you do that is not because of a religious belief but because it's like a family tradition or like a celebration like a culture thing that's not tied to religion that is kind of insightful because i don't recall anything that we celebrate mm -hmm. that it's non and i would say it's non-religious space because like the main things I, and, and you're right you're right this definitely applies to southern states i would say south of Mexico City, mm -hmm. Tamaulipas, Jalisco, Tlaxcala. All the states of the border. Yeah, mm -hmm. those That's are, the they're not necessarily all border states. They're definitely influenced by American culture and just being cl also closer to border states. Mm -hmm. Whereas, if, like I said, if you go right below Mexico City, you have all these like um, Hidalgo and Okay, I may not remember all my states, but like <laughs> Guerrero, you know, like Chiapas, Puebla, Puebla, I would say Puebla, Oaxaca, Chiapas, they have really tight, Veracruz, Veracruz, mm -hmm. they have really tight and like interesting traditions. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they definitely, definitely stick to traditional mm -hmm. things to do. Um, mm -hmm. And of course, every state will have their own spin. Exactly. But for Oaxaca, I would say the traditions that I know and that are big to us are because, yes, 
we were influenced by Catholic beliefs and B, I don't know anybody that celebrates non-religious related holidays or or traditions. What I take away from this and from my time that I've spent with y'all with holidays or traditions is that it's about community first and foremost, but also it's important for y'all to, I assume, to upkeep these traditions because it brings you you relate them to your memories of your hometown yeah. and you want to bring those uh-huh. parts of you uh-huh. here. Whereas someone who did not grow up doing those traditions like me or did not grow up even believing in like Catholicism or Christianity, like I have no way to relate. But of course, for me, it's like, oh, but Dia de los Muertos, I can get behind that idea. That's cool. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, that's cool. Yeah. And whether I don't understand the full story of where of where the holiday came from, I think it's really special that we, you know, we'll come here, create the altar, put the food together. And it's like a community family thing. Like, that's kind of yes. what my yeah. takeaway has been, yeah. and, you know. Absolutely. Well, and so I kind of just want to go back to earlier when I, we were telling you about the timeline. Right. So from December 12th all the way to January 6th, mm-hmm. it is all centered around a religious piece mm-hmm. because Las Posadas, they include the reenactment of Joseph and Mary's um, journey mm-hmm. until Jesus was born. And then it is the birth of Jesus that's the most important aspect of Christmas as we know it, mm-hmm. as we had been taught right and after that there's no santa claus Mm -hmm. for us Mm -hmm. and even new year's eve for us it's for me i remember it was one of the most special nights because we had an aunt and she would bring fireworks and like to me it felt so peaceful like new year's eve was so peaceful and we also had a big dinner family dinner and then we would do that as resolutions 12 resolutions for every stroke of the clock mm-hmm. and um you would do a a grape mm-hmm. you know you yeah, eat a grape I for each one of them and so i feel like that may that actually center around a non-religious thing mm-hmm. you know in in and I think that goes from family to family. They create their own little traditions of what to do yes. in a certain holiday. Now, yes. I, love, I love that families can do that and put their own spin and meaning, right? It's not just about like, oh, God, here we go to another dinner. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm looking forward to doing this with my family this year. Yeah, right. So then after that, the last piece is Reyes, which is, that's when we would get presents as kids, presents. celebrating yeah. Dia de Reyes, because that celebration is around the um the The three wise men Mm -hmm. and the idea is that because the three wise men brought gifts to baby jesus then they also bring gifts to the mexican children (laughs) you know and then you have to put your shoe your letter in your shoe you put your shoe uh near the nativity because mm-hmm. by then the nativity set is still out <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the wise men will leave presents and then you will eat the rosca it's all about eating <laughs> eating and singing and eating and singing but then you'll have a rosca you'll cut the rosca which you remember it's like a long circle shaped mm-hmm. piece of bread uh that will have a plastic baby jesus in it and if you get it so here's another thing if you cut a piece of bread and you get the plastic baby jesus that means it's your turn to make tamales and bring them over for the candelaria which is february but the the jesus the the plastic baby jesus 
liquids inside the, the bread that uh, that is mean when jesus was hiding for the the herodes oh. he, he wants to kill him that's that's <laughs> that's, that's the meaning, the meaning <gasps> there that. yeah oh, interesting yeah that the baby Jesus is hiding in, in the bread. If you get the baby Jesus, you can make the tamales in February 2nd. 2nd. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so funny because I feel like Mexicans just like to put meaning <laughs> to the smallest things. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I remember when my dad would bring like the Rosca de Reyes. Um, his mom is she bakes or like she has a bakery so she would make it and <laughs> the few times we would go to like mexico city during the holiday time she would gift us one like if we if i got the baby i wouldn't make tamales i would just, we would just eat the bun yeah you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah i think that's mostly done in like offices and like within family mm -hmm. like if you get gather three families together mm -hmm. you know then yeah. one of the families whoever gets it well you know that family has to make tamales mm -hmm. um so it's more of like a thing to do with people without you know outside of your household basically yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so why food like all of these holidays all of these traditions they're centered around food right. and giving right. and cuisine and mm -hmm. here have this mole and have these tamales and have candies and fun like why do you why food that's it you can share with your with your family that given but um let's mean like uh you love them mm -hmm. and you can share wherever you have. You can share with your family or with another people. You can yeah. share the, your food. If you make tamales and then your neighbor, she, she can't. And you said, oh, I bring some tamales for you. Mm -hmm. Just keep it. And like you make it with your hands. So it's like a really an act of love, an it, act of service. Yeah, like yes. You really mm -hmm. make it yeah, the time yeah. into it. And it's say, fun. And it's, yeah. it's fun to do it every year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> every year for many people. I would like to put it as, it's a love language. Mm -hmm. Food, when you think about Mexican food, Oaxacan food, it's a love language. Like mm -hmm. we, I say we, right? But because I don't cook as much, but I say, <laughs> I don't cook at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I've told you that my mom's love language is cooking for mm -hmm. us. Oh, like, yeah. She radiates mm -hmm. whatever. She's like, here, have some more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're like, ya comieron. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's her love language. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, if you were when I, you went you've been to Oaxaca mm -hmm. so you've experienced the food and mm -hmm. like just there's so much behind there's love there's there's um attention to detail art there's art behind it and so whenever we talk about we forgot to mention buñuelos, but you have oh, to make buñuelos on Christmas day mm -hmm. on the 25th or the Order, 24th oh, one day before or two days before, yeah. but you That's have to make bañuelas in mm -hmm. Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. In ponche. In ponche. Mm. And there's so many things. And I think also, if I can just go back to that, whenever you're making bañuelos, it's not one person. Mm -hmm. It's it's an activity. It's a it's a group activity. Even tamales too, Even right? Tamales. There's like a line. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I think like you you keep saying like it's a community thing. I definitely feel like the holidays for us is truly a time to be together. Together. And in you know, come together, cook together, put an altar together, put you know, do whatever it is. 
communal as a communal thing like in a communal effort mm -hmm. and so i think like my mom was saying for us christmas or any holiday it's truly a time to be together because we're not going to wait until december 25th to pretend we like each other mm. <laughs> or try to get along you know that's interesting too because i feel like in american culture it's like oh people will joke and say like i we, i have to see family that we don't want to see you know like people mm -hmm. people yeah. don't i feel like american <laughs> culture is not as people driven mm -hmm. i feel like it's very individualist driven yeah mm -hmm. definitely something else mm -hmm. something else yeah it's, it's very different for sure yeah yeah which is like, we should talk about that. Like the contrast mm -hmm. that exists. Um, when was the first time that you celebrated Christmas within the American culture? To or give context in general, I grew up in Laredo. Like my, I remember my, like my smaller years when I was one through like nine years old. This was when my parents my mom still would talk to her brothers uh -huh. not, not to bring up the family trauma but <laughs> they were so there's four of them five siblings in Laredo all of them have at least four kids mm -hmm. <laughs> and then there was us too and every Christmas a different tío or us would host but okay. it was more like cooking it wasn't it definitely wasn't like the posadas or mm -hmm. it was more just like that day christmas eve everyone comes and everyone's dressed up nice we mm -hmm. bring presents we have pozole there's always dancing and the tios are drinking it was more like it, i loved going to those because it meant i could go see my cousins and i could mm -hmm. eat good food mm -hmm. it definitely was not about i don't think personally it was about santa or about presents like for me i loved going and like seeing my cousins seeing mm -hmm. my family yeah. and like eating and dancing like to me in those moments like it felt rare because it wasn't very often that we would see our tios mm -hmm. that everyone gets together on that day it wasn't oh, very okay. often mm -hmm. so that was up until like nine years old and then we just stopped seeing family we yeah. started moving around so those it was just the four of us and that's when it was just like, okay, pues, it's just the four of us, so we'll just make a small dinner and put up a tree. And like, it was definitely less alive than mm. like, like if I could go back, I would definitely relive, relive those moments yeah. where we would go to my tios and like yeah. hang out and it was a party. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's what I remember about these holidays. And like I mentioned, like I was never taught the significance of what they meant. I think it was more like, okay, well, we have the day off. Let's go see family. Mm. Let's go dance and party and whatever yeah. it may be but so from a young age I was never religious like yeah even my parents aren't religious either so that's why to me I just had a hard time connecting what a holiday and a tradition means and like how to bring it to my everyday life Absolutely. without believing in anything yeah. you know it's like a weird middle that I'm in but don't you think that it's almost like this hybrid at least I, that's how I feel like we're living it now mm -hmm. it's, it's like this it's like this hybrid um, reality. Yes. Where it doesn't have to be one way or the other. I, agree. I feel like we could just make it our own. Yeah. As long as, again, you remain respectful. And I think you do it, you do it to actually give love mm -hmm. and make it better, a better mm -hmm. thing, if, I, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and I kind of just want to explain that because I don't want to say I stopped being a Catholic, but I stopped being an active Catholic after I graduated high school because throughout my 
school like it was like I went to Catholic schools Catholic and school. you know my grandma's super Catholic and you know my parents were kind of Catholic mm -hmm. but I feel like moving here has taught me that I don't have to identify as Catholic or um or Christian or you know atheist or anything and I have really found that my traditions wherever they stem from wherever the whether they come from a religious background, I can still make them part of me mm -hmm. and keep them, make them part of my life. That's who I am. And I can't just forget that I live those things, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to just get whitewashed, basically, and mm -hmm. just say, well, now I'm celebrating just Christmas, American style, mm -hmm. right? Because also it doesn't fulfill me. And I have found that if I can just kind of mix them all up, find what works for me and then, you know, continue that and make that my own tradition. So aside from, aside from the religious part, I truly believe that Christmas is m much more than just a day where we exchange presents. For me, you know, today marks the day that I'm like, okay, it's on. Like, I know my mom is going to be calling like, <laughs> when are we making the buñuelos? When are mm -hmm. we making this? Mm -hmm. And I'm ready and excited for that because I know it's going to be, an opportunity to spend time with her and then you'll get included mm -hmm. right and then you know we'll have my brothers here and Cody and I just feel like it's it's good that we're we're gonna get to slow down for a bit mm -hmm. and just eat, enjoy each other's company and like you and I have been talking just get ready for the new year right mm -hmm. for me I'm not I'm not excited just about December 25th I think for me Christmas is just the season. The season. the season. Yeah. As I've gotten older, I've realized, and I told my mom this, and my parents this, like, you make the day and the week what you want to mm -hmm. make it. And, like, that's kind of what approach I've made it as well. Like, even if I don't know the traditions and, like, I don't, I'm just here, like, okay, what can I help with? Like, <laughs> it's, like, that's just what, I, that's the attitude I've now taken. I'm, like, well, it's something I've never done before. So, like, uh -huh. why not, you know? So, I feel like that's kind of my new approach. And like you said, community, quality time, two of my favorite things. Like, that is my love language. Like, quality time, real conversations, mm -hmm. laughing. Like, I love having chocolate and, like, we're telling jokes around the table. <laughs> like, that's what it is for me. I like your approach. I mm -hmm. definitely think that that's a very positive take on making the best of what you were giving and taught and turning into something that it's you exactly. and it's yours. Exactly. Because you know what yeah. else? Like, I realized that not growing up with these traditions, something as simple as Thanksgiving, when we went mm. to Leander, I told my parents like, oh, I sent them a photo. I sent mm. them a picture of me and Sai. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, we're going to dinner. ¿Y ustedes qué van a hacer? And of course, Thanksgiving isn't celebrated in Mexico, but mm -hmm. they're like, oh, you know, like nothing. Like that's their usual nothing. And in my head, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm glad that I'm doing something. I'm glad that I'm having dinner and I'm glad that we get to like dress up and have dinner and sit at a table because it, it makes me appreciate it because I, because I already know what it was like to not have it. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, for from Thanksgiving here, exactly, not in Mexico, exactly, and mm -hmm. y'all adapted that too, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and I think it was a beautiful thing because I, yeah, it's a yeah. beautiful, thing. it was so Honestly, fun for us. Was like, oh hey, we have another excuse to get together, <laughs> yes, <laughs> to eat. yeah, to eat. You're right I to mean, make the money. <laughs> 
that's so true yeah yeah okay well all this talk about food and drinks and tamales <laughs> and culture is making me hungry so i think we're gonna go ahead and wish everyone happy holidays happy holiday, holiday season merry mm-hmm. christmas if you celebrate it feliz navidad happy mm-hmm. hanukkah i wish i knew more about other traditions i'm learning feliz navidad Yes, and Happy New Year, my favorite holiday. (laughs) We'll catch you next time. Stay tuned for season four. We have many, many things brewing for you. Later.